Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. our shadows the dark universe all right so um i'll start going with the show here in our topic and one other thing that, that i keep forgetting to mention is i also have my own website which is www.truthwarrior.life that's truthwarrior.life and it's a pretty basic website but um, i'm also a mentor for some people and helping them you know, with uh, understanding their journey in this time, uh, we talk about a lot of things, you know, spirituality, the exact same things we're talking about here, uh, nutrition, you know, all the things that empower the human being um, to enjoy a more peaceful, um, strong, empowered journey. And um, that's what I do with uh, mentors for being a mentor for people and, and helping them out. And I think our partner is on. I hear something. Hello, Zach, are you there? There you are. (laughs) Now, welcome aboard, and uh, we're going to be talking about embracing our shadows, the dark universe, and and, uh, maybe you'd like to share some of your perspectives or um, a little bit of intro. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the reason why this subject is important is because Everyone has a dark side, and denial of ourself in any way is unhealthy. It gets in the way of uh, attracting the life that we want to attract. And, um, yeah, we just get really down on ourselves sometimes when we do not accept our dark sides. And it it results in guilt or regret, which uh, really just paralyzes us more than anything. And they are blocks to attracting the life that we deserve and that we are trying to create. Yeah, thanks for your words. Um, so when you're talking about uh, the dark side or dark aspects, what do you mean by that? Um, primarily, I mean our egos. Um, a lot of people, especially in the New Age spiritual community, think that the egos are a bad thing. But um, rather than trying to suppress and repress our egos we should embrace it for what it has done it has allowed us to survive up until this point in our evolution as human beings and now it's time to transcend the ego so it's time to evolve our consciousness to a point where we can tame the ego and have it under control 
meaning that we don't live primarily through our ego actions. We live primarily through spiritual being. And um, I mean, if people are unconscious, then they're uh, usually just living primarily in the ego, in the material world. But the more conscious you become and uh, the more spiritual you become, the more you can live from your soul and your spirit and um, make more, I guess, wise decisions and not be as, uh, I guess, emotional or um, reactive as the ego can be. Because the ego is just our survival instinct and it's helped us survive. But now it's time to thrive uh, from a spiritual standpoint. Right. So just to um, provide good clarity for for the listener, um, um, you're, you're talking about the ego being being um, in relationship to, say, um, the, ideolo- the ideologies of society and the matrix system and the fast-paced environment and and living from that uh, versus spirituality, which is uh, more of an awareness of, of uh, real life and also, you know, the um, the understanding of yourself and the calmness and peace within yourself, uh, which which I agree seems to be left out of a, a lot of people. Um, and there's a lot of people that are more caught up in that fast-paced environment or chasing life, so to speak, and... Um, more of a competition with the others and maybe putting others down to advance themselves and, and work in, in that way. Does that describe the ego to you? or It definitely does, and I'm glad that you elaborated on that in that way because, yeah, like you said, uh, a lot of people are trying to chase life when really life is here all the time. And you and I had this conversation earlier today about our senses and just being more aware of each of our senses to really maximize every second of life. Um, We're always perceiving things through our senses. And when we can just take a second to truly feel that breath or truly um, absorb what we're looking at or what we're listening to, it just heightens our experience. And that's why our spirit came into these incarnations to just maximize um, what it means to be human and, um, to always be in a rush to the next thing is missing out on all the beauty that's here around us. So, yeah, I don't know if you want to expand on that or. Uh... Yeah, that that makes total sense. And, and yeah, I, I agree. It's about slowing a person's self down and and really, like you said, seeing all the moments that are around us. You know, the feeling the a beautiful breeze on the face and you know watching the grass bend as the wind you know blows across a field and hearing a stream and the sound of a, of a gurgling creek and um, in the colors, you know, the different colors that are present from Mother Earth and, you know, appreciating a, a, a good conversation with a, with a friend and and, um, and really connecting heart to heart, um, enjoying, you know, your car. And, and, you know, when I drive back, I've got quite a long drive and going through some really beautiful areas and, um, in the western area of Alberta and Canada here, and, and um, um, you know, some really rolling foothills and the mountains in the background, and, you know, it's just breathtaking, and, and you know, it, and there's people around me that are in such a hurry to pass me all the time, and, you know, and, and 
you know, I don't live here all the time, and, and I've been here about four months, and I see the beauty, and it's just, you know, it's breathtaking, and and I would never get tired of it. Um, it just seems like, you know, a lot of people that get caught up in the fast-paced environment to get blinded by what they're caught up in and what they're chasing, and they they don't see the beauty around them. And um, Yeah, so definitely I, I, I feel that is the uh, distorted ego, um, the one that, that gets caught up in the matrix system and and in that design which is really meant to really keep us away from our soul or our, our spirit our heart and and that incredible peace and quietness that we have inside that slows us down to really see all aspects of life and, and feel all the beauty that is here and that isn't everybody here very true my friend and um yeah totally it's it's about being spiritually present, I guess. And you're a great example of that because I'll just throw this out there as a suggestion to other people because Michael helped me realize this. Um, if you don't have good vibes when you're in traffic and you are always just trying to take the shortest um, path to your destination because you just want to get there, you just want to get there, you're missing out on so much beauty. Like you don't have to take the busiest road just because it's the fastest. Michael rarely does. That. He often takes the detour, um, more calm roads. So there's more nature and better vibrations, better vibes to the path. And he really just enjoys every step of the journey. And it's just such a great reminder for myself to live more spiritually and not so much through, I guess, the ego trying to compete for, uh, position in traffic and just trying to get somewhere that uh, we really don't have to get to that fast. So, um, yeah, thank you for that reminder, my friend. Oh, you're most welcome. It's it's um, something I practiced for quite a few years now. Is to, you know, where does my intuition tell me which direction to go to drive or to walk or, and um, yeah, it's always been an enjoyable experience. So um, getting back to embracing our shadow in the dark universe. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we know uh, that there is the distorted ego that uh, gets caught up in the matrix system. And, and not saying the matrix, again, is all bad because um, when we slow ourselves down spiritually or get into that spiritual aspect of ourselves, then we find that we can apply that to the matrix system and actually really see a hidden beauty that is within it to empower ourselves to you know, navigate and live in this system and really not get taken down the wrong road so um and that's really like what you mentioned zach is is um is um identifying the difference between the distorted ego and the organic ego and and can that organic ego is connected to the spirituality of a person and and you know what the way i look at it is the ego is the interface that helps us navigate this reality and the peace and the love and the grace comes from our heart and our soul that we bring into this reality through our our organic ego and then we can calibrate and live in this reality and and uh, you know embrace it and and start to understand what it's all about and and gather that wisdom for our soul so um you know and being a universe of contrasting expression you know and excuse me, contrasting expressions, we have light, like turning on a light switch and it's all illuminated. You turn off the light switch and it's dark, so we have light and dark. And a lot of times we have affiliations with 
those polarities like light is uh, has to do with angels and and peace and grace and love and all all those kind of um, uh, positive emotions and positive aspects. And then the dark side is more affiliated with evil and darkness and you know negativity and you know and um, frustration and anger and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Um, what and you know this is an incredible vast universe and very very old and and from my understandings and from the understandings of other people around me i've learned and re-remembered from within myself too that we have incarnated into different human expressions in different times in the past and and there's also aspects of ourselves in human form living in the future as as old time is actually always present and always running so um and uh, sorry, I just lost my train of thought there a bit, but um, you know, just, could you just back me up there? And, and what was what was I initially talking about there again? Um, uh, you were just talking about contrast and the contrasting expressions that we have. Of oh, our- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. So, yeah. there, there. From what I've learned is, you know, like I mentioned, the uh, positive experiences um, and, and the beings associated with positivity and then the dark experiences and the beings associated with uh, negativity and darkness. And being a universe of contrasting expressions and very old, we've lived many, many lives in different expressions. You know, in darkness, we have been some of the darkest beings. Um, in, in myself, I do remember being you know, a dark being, and for sure, and I do remember being a positive light being, and and everything in between, you know, a neutral, a certain percentage positive, maybe a little bit more percentage off to negativity, so we, there's so many different layers within that, in within those polarities. The point is, is that we, we have all that information from those different aspects that we've lived in this universe still connected to us. And some of that darkness can really come in and gnaw at us from what we've done. And, and, and you know, it can be quite painful. It can be actually very easily activated in a remembrance of something very similar in this reality. So, you know, we don't like to relive pain that it's not necessary to relive again because we've actually experienced that. We've gathered the wisdom and we've moved on. So if we don't really bring that dark experience home to ourselves, it's always going to keep reliving in in a similar situation that presents itself in this reality to kind of ignite that old uh, dark pain. So it, it, what I do is, because is, we have so much of this in our fields, so much uh, that's tied into ourselves through the, the lives that we live in this universe, and it's a matter of being at in, you know, going to the soul, into the heart, into the heart soul essence, and really um, feeling that that darkness, and, and you know, what does it mean? What does it feel like? What is the signature? And then embracing that, and what you want to do, or I'm not telling you after this, but this is what I do, is I I go into heart, and with love and gratitude, I thank that that being or or myself back in that time for that experience that I went through and I'm grateful for the wisdom learned and, and but in love and gratitude I, I do close that experience because it's not, it's not necessary in my journey anymore and I do that through love and gratitude and through the law of attraction 
and and uh, soul level co-created agreements that um, you know we are an authority because we are the um, creators of our in harmony with the universal creator we're the creator of of our um, of our life here in this reality right now so we do have the authority to bring those aspects home that are causing us pain and integrate them into ourselves so that we can be at peace and, and it, it's not necessary for them to upset us or cause us any pain anymore yes very well said and if i could elaborate on that very point there what we resist persists so when we are constantly resisting our shadow side or our dark side in terms of uh, maybe some hate or some anger that we have or frustration um, towards others, it's going to linger on much longer than if we were to just accept it for what it is and embrace it and I guess take a spiritual standpoint and just observe the emotions that we're feeling and you can't bury them and run away from them because they're just going to keep chasing you. So you, what you need to do, I've found, and I think many others have found, just be with those emotions, be with those darker emotions and allow them to be felt within your entire being. And through that, you can much easier release them once they have been felt and uh, they can move out of your being. Um, and I think we all learn best from learning who we do not want to be because we've all experienced times in our lives where we did not behave or we did not do the things that we should have done or that we think we should have done. And I would just like to offer the perspective to you guys that you would not have learned, um, lesson if you had not acted in the way that you didn't want to act. Um, it's oftentimes our biggest quote-unquote regrets or our biggest, uh, I guess, wrongdoings that lead to the biggest right doings. So don't deny yourself or uh, condemn yourself for making mistakes. We all do it. That's part of being human. Um, the biggest thing, I think, is to just learn from those mistakes and just be better next time. And if it takes a long time to be better, um, just keep trying to do better next time and don't get down on yourself if it's not if you're not making uh, the changes as fast as you'd like to. Um, not sure if you'd like to elaborate on that, Michael. Yeah, right. No, I agree. Um um, you know, we we do have like patterns that you know repeat for us. You know, for every individual, there's um, you know a recognition of a of a pain. You know, when a given situation presents itself, and and this this pain, or you know, for example, um, you know, in a relationship where you fall in love with, um, um, in my case, with a, a different lady, or you know, in the past that I, I that I fell in love with, and and you know, you have heartbreaking relation, you know, heartbreaking into it. And for myself, I fall very, very heavily into love um, when I have had those relationships. And 
And, um, you know, then, you know, along comes a new relationship and, um, you know, with a beautiful woman for, in my case. And, um, and, you know, there's this, this, um, voice or this feeling from what I've just gone through, you know, a few years ago, um, in the pain that I've experienced in a previous relationship comes up and it's filled with fear. Well, what if this, um, this new lady leaves me, you know, how will I deal with that emptiness again? Um, you know, will my friends be there or do I have to be my best friend? So all those kind of things come up and from remembering the pain just in this life alone for, and, and um, we can feel that pain and, and, you know, what it does is put us in a state of, of um, latching on to the other person and, and feeling like, you know, you know, please don't leave. You know, I'm scared that if you leave me, I'm going to be empty. And, and that kind of a feeling can change how a person feels. And and, and, and then you don't really be, you know, you don't come from your true self and your, and your soul and that peaceful, beautiful, loving being that you are because it's now jaded by a, a little bit of fear. So I feel it's important to recognize, you know, where these feelings come from in, in a certain situation to do with, you know, whatever presents in life and, you know, what in a negative way gets ignited so that you can recognize it and be aware of what that feeling is and then say, no, you know, you don't have, I've experienced you already. You don't need to sabotage me in this new relationship. You know, this isn't going to happen. So, like you said, you know, it's about embracing that feeling, not running away from it, not trying to put it on a shelf somewhere way deep in your soul. It's about confronting it and really looking it in the eyes, so to speak, and really saying, you know, in in love and gratitude, I, I appreciate the wisdom and experience that I've gone through in that time previous, but I don't need to repeat this, and I won't repeat this. And I thank you for this this experience but now you move on and I move on you know and you can choose your own languaging in what works for you and when you do that and, and you stay in your own authority because you have authority to do that it's amazing how good and liberated that you feel yeah that's so good man um, what he just described here is the exact process that we all need to go through in order to truly release something. Otherwise, it's just going to linger around much, much longer than uh, we wanted it to. Um, I think repressing any feeling leads to weird expressions of that feeling down the road. So I guess um, if you're going to put it in a sentence, uh, repression leads to weird expressions. Um for example, it, when we're repressing our love, um, it leads to weird expressions of love, which manifest in maybe rape or maybe a porn addiction like I had um, in my life. And it was because I had low confidence and um, would turn to that as my expression of love. But then when it came time to be in a relationship, I couldn't just flip the switch off and it did get in the way of my intimate relationship with my girlfriend and uh, it took a long time to heal that and I guess the reason I share that is, um, I mean, 
first of all, we shouldn't be repressing any emotion that comes up, whether it's good or bad. We should just express it and uh, and in order for us to move on. And I also share that because afterwards, um, when she had expressed to me that she felt as if I had cheated on her with all these other women, even though it was just online, whatever, watching stuff, um, I felt an extreme amount of guilt as if, like, just seeing how she was reacting to it, and I felt as if I actually had cheated on her, and it just really paralyzed me, and um, it was because for a long, long time, I was not accepting that, I guess, quote-unquote dark side that many would call that, and um, yeah, I was in denial of myself, and just my confidence was staying at a lower level than it could be, and since then, I've gone through a lot of healing and a lot of self-forgiveness in that area, and it's opened the door to a lot of personal growth within myself, and uh, a lot more confidence, and a lot more positive things coming into my life, because I've embraced that dark side of myself and used it as learning um, kind of to leverage myself into um, realizing my potential more. And yeah, I just hope that encourages any of you who may have made mistakes and hurt people that you love to forgive yourself um, because it's not worth dwelling over like all that matters is the present moment and you're only holding yourself back from realizing your potential if you if you hold on to that so right thank you for sharing that zach um yeah being so open um you know that's the kind of stuff that really does help you know and and that's a testament to to zach and and how transparent he is and and um putting it all out there and um, yeah, yeah like we, we, real life examples teach best. So I I'd like to be open when I can. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Yeah. So um. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I, it is. It's 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 you know, it's the nature of the universe. You know, dark light. Um, you know, dark expressions. What we term dark and and. And I also want to clarify that dark or black is not a bad color. It actually encompasses all the colors. And, you know, it's just uh, the way we've been taught to look at things here in life. And, um, you know, there's a lot of beauty in dark. I mean, there's a lot of beauty in, in, in nighttime and going for a walk and seeing the beautiful stars. And, you know, the fact that we feel afraid of, of the ditch or something, a shadow in the ditch or something like that, is just, you know, through movies and things that, you know, get instilled into our, our beingness and, you know, something's under the bed and so on. And if we actually think that and feel that, we're, we're helping to create that situation and, and, and bringing those kind of energies, you know, that's how powerful, you know, our creative process is. So, you know, hey, look in a ditch and go walk in a ditch and be in your beautiful heart as you do it. And, and when you're in that loving center of your heart, um, nothing can even come close to touching you except those that are in the same frequency of love and you're in their hearts too. So it just works that way. And, you know, it's beautiful being out at night and so on. Maybe I got a little bit off topic there, but, um, um I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Actually. So, Sorry. I was ahead. just going to throw something in there. I'm glad you brought that up because 
without the dark sky, for example, we could not see the light in the stars. So without darkness, we could never know light. And that's why it's so necessary to have these contrasting expressions in the universe, because if everything was just happy all the time, it would be boring. We wouldn't recognize that this is a great state to be in. So there needed to be the opposite created, um, sadness or anger or whatever the opposite of happiness is, so that when we are experiencing the highs and the peaks um, of life, we recognize them as such and we appreciate them and, yeah, give them the appreciation that uh, they're meant to have. Yeah, I I agree for sure, you know. um, um you know, there is the New Age movement, which is um, a lot about, um, you know, really just being in a state of positivity and being, um, you know, um, you know, doing Kundalini energy and, and being in states of bliss and so on. And, you know, and really looking at darkness in a way of uh, evil and, you know, I don't want anything to do with darkness. And, and no, that's my opinion. Um, I'm not bashing any New Age thing or anything. Um but uh, I have experienced a lot of New Age. I uh, haven't gone through that myself, too. And, and you know, it, it's, about, it's about not um, categorizing things and saying that in a judgmental way is bad and evil, and I'm going to have nothing to do with it, and I'm not even, I'm not even going to be recognizing that. Like, it's so important to understand and recognize everything and deal with everything, you know, in... in in a really good way. Um, so, and I apologize to everybody out there too. Again, I've been working a lot and working two jobs and, and not getting a lot of sleep, so sometimes I easily lose my train of thought. Um, so, which I have lost my train of thought again, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, I think I can chime in on that. Um, as long as I haven't also lost my train of thought too now. <laughs> um, ah man, yeah, I lost it as well. <laughs> I'm, gonna have to edit. I'm gonna have to edit this. But you, you, yeah, in, like we were talking about, uh, you know, yeah, you know how boring it would be if we were in a state of bliss all the time. And I agree, but at the same time, you know, we've been in a, in a, a state of pain there's been a lot of pain in in our lives too you know and you know a lot of cancer and our friends and family and a lot of different diseases and things and and you know relationship breakups so there's a lot of course i mean it's propagated through television and movies and so on you know people using machine guns to you know get to drug dealers and i mean there's is so much pain that's really present to see and that we think is normal life so you know, I do understand people wanting to say that I'm so tired of it. I just want to be in bliss and I don't want to look at that stuff anymore. And, you know, and I totally agree. I don't like watching movies of constant gunfire and killing people. And, and you know, I'm, I think we're all tired of that. But my point is, 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 um, is to always know that it still is part of this reality in, in the way a lot of it, a way a lot of it functions, you know, in that way. It doesn't mean we have to be in that functioning with it, but just know it is there and be it and find a way to be at peace with it so that mm-hmm. it so that we don't, you know, kinda of tuck it in the corner and say, Stay there. 
because that means it's triggering, triggering something within me, you know, or within a person if I'm not allowing it, you know, to for me to recognize it, to make sense of why I'm in judgment to it, you know? Like, I don't like a lot of things like that. I mean, you know, I love animals. I, I you know, I shed tears when I see a, a kitty cat or a dog that's killed on the highway, um, you know? But... um at the same time, it's unfortunately part of life here, you know, it does happen. And what I, you know, I've learned to deal with in my way where I recognize that and I send my heart and love out to them so that their spirit can, uh, you know, can journey easily to the next uh, location and so they can release themselves of the pain of that, you know, that um, departure from this reality and that accident. So, you know, we all can find ways of, of dealing with it in a loving way and, and of an understanding way. And, you know, through being in our heart, we can, you know, we can change this place to be better and better all the time. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, it really is about, um, I guess, just being aware of the negative aspects of life, but not falling into being fully absorbed in it and still choosing to transcend the negativity because it is around us in this stage of our evolution as a collective species. And it's not that we always have to be living this um, as a species, but right now at this point in time, we are still trying to transcend it as a collective uh, humanity and until we do that we're going to have to experience it but I believe at some point in time um, even though time is an illusion we will reach a point in humanity where it will be majority bliss but we will always have to have remembrance of the contrast which is the negativity um, so we know we don't want to be anymore and we will be able to attain a more consistent level of bliss. Um, so, yeah, I guess I wanted to clarify. Um, I do agree with you, Michael, on that. Yeah, thanks, Doc. Um, yeah, and yeah, another thing that gives me more peace is, is you know, we're, we're multidimensional beings, and... and we all have that connection to our more expansive self, you know, what we call our greater self or our um, maybe our higher self. And this is, you know, we are in spirit form in our physical body, and spirit is a projection of energy from our grander being, which is our soul. And this is my understanding for me and what resonates truly uh, real for me is from my grander soul we project spirit energy into different incarnations and realities for experience so the way I look at it which really helps me be at peace is is it's like being and I mentioned this before being at a sporting event like a hockey game or football game and, and my greater being or my soul is way up in the stands watching the playing field and the spirit of me is on the playing field playing the game of life and I'm watching my spirit form and physical body go through a lot of different experiences and and uh, really gathering wisdom and experiences and, and, you know, really learning from everything. And so 
because I really feel that that expansiveness of my my greater self and really tie into that aspect of, of me, it I know that this is a reality that we all have put together in harmony with the universal creator of this universe through universal lore to have the experiences that we have. And this is all set up with all the kingdoms, you know, the animal kingdoms, the tree kingdoms, the mineral kingdoms, um, the water kingdoms, the aquatic beings. It's all incredibly coordinated for a learning purpose. And that really helps me discharge from from thinking this is all life and this is the only way it can be in the universe. And, and it's not that I had to learn that, but I remember as a young boy knowing that there was so much more to life than than just going to school and, and, and behaving with etiquette in a proper way. And if not doing the right things, being sent to the principal's office and, and getting the strap and things, you know. You know, I knew life wasn't about that. It, it was more grand than that. I didn't at that time understand how to re-remember it all, but it was just a deep knowing that that um, life isn't what what we're living here now. We're so much more than this. And and what's really cool and really exciting for me is how so much so many of us are awakening, and and that's brought a huge excitement into my being because I always have known from that deep knowingness that life is so much more than what we've been living in, in a pain-based reality. Yes, that's so true. And I'm glad you brought that up because, yes, on the deeper level, we all did agree to everything that we are experiencing here on this planet um, in this incarnation, um, even the bad things. And I know hard for people to accept that oh how could I I have agreed to experience being raped or being injured or being killed but your soul did your soul wants to experience everything in life every emotion um, from good to bad and every experience from good to bad and as we know um, there can be some nasty things that can be done to to others um, and to ourselves but when we realize that at some level we did agree to this just for the experience in this simulation, um, in this reality, we can better accept these things and see them for what they are, a learning experience, even um, if they are very hard to overcome. Um, when you do overcome them, it makes you so much stronger. And, uh, I mean, that's a very tough soul or a tough thing to do um, for the souls that choose these hard things like, I don't know, all the problems like starvation or uh, being raped or having um, your family members die, especially at a young age or whatever the plethora of negativity that we can experience is. But just remember it's to make us stronger and make us more wholesome souls. Yes, yeah, I agree. Uh, with everything there, Zach, for sure. You know, um, you know, I had cancer years ago myself. My mother passed away from a, um, 
I, you know, she had an agonizing death uh, with cancer. My dad passed away from Parkinson's, and they were very healthy people with their own acreage, organic garden, and so on. And, you know, I became a health researcher for them and to help them overcome their their disease. Um, you know, and it was tough. It was tough to sit back and, and watch them go with a commercial or um, a common radiation chemotherapy thing and and see my mother get beat up from all that. Um, and I was very angry about that, about the system and, and um, um, you know, going that route. Myself, when I had cancer, I... Even though it was a deadly kind, I had a deep knowing that it was nothing. Um, it's just the fact that the word invokes so much fear into the being, into anybody. And, and you know, we hear so much about how people die from it and it can't be cured. And it's, it's so heavily ingrained into our being that we actually create our own demise because we believe it can't be, it can't be cured. You know, and it, it's total bullshit, like incredible bullshit. And it's, I just really want people to know and understand that we really do create our, our lives either in a healthy state or in a diseased state. You know, um, the reason that I got cancer was for me to, in my opinion, get a kick in the butt and wake up and to live properly and understand the environment I'm in and and uh, be much more aware so I can also help others understand their environment and be more aware and and navigate the system so they can live a lot more healthier than the conventional way of the way things are set up. And I also want to say that, you know, there's a lot of beautiful people that work in the commercialized areas of the system and have great hearts that are, are doing their best to make you know, things work good within those commercial ways of dealing with cancer and diabetes and, and AIDS and everything else that's that's out there. So, you know, um, I'm not being judgmental at all, but, but what I know and really do know is that we have the power to create our lives and our realities going forward. We can make them beautiful or we can make them very dark and and painful. And it's all about where we put our awareness our awareness and and doing something about it, you know? Always doing something progressively to the the betterment of of empowering yourself through for health, for better finances, for um, whatever you wish to do, you know. And the relationship to numbers and age and saying you can't do it, again, is bullshit. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can do you can you can do anything in this in this universe, and it's just it's just truly us that stops ourselves or keeps ourselves going. And it's words that that we put empowerment to that either stops ourselves again or or get gets us going again. So. Um, yeah, um, we're the creators. I'm not saying that we're the creators of the universe. We're obviously not that. Um, the being that is this universe is, is the creator of the universe and it, and uh, is, has ultimate authority over everything here, obviously. Um, but we also do co-create with this beautiful being in love and gratitude and honor and respect and integrity. 
And, um, yeah, it's all, you know, it's sad to go through those negative experiences. It's sad to, to watch, you know, our loved ones die or not watch them and do the best we can to help them. But, you know, if they choose to leave this reality and die a painful death, you know, I had to let my anger go. I learned I had to let it go because I was really angry. And that wasn't helping me, and that wasn't helping people around me. Um, yeah, so it's uh, definitely not an easy playing field here. But um, by you and, and Jack, yourself, and myself, and others like us doing the incredible work they do here to share and help bring out incredible wisdom and information, we're, you know, so many of us doing great things that are helping people and helping ourselves. So that's really cool. So cool. Thank you so much for sharing all that, man. Like, uh, that's a really raw story there. And I think so many people realize because I think what you just did is help people realize that they have ownership over their environment. All of these sicknesses that come into our lives are just indicators that we need to make a change. And if we don't do it now, it will lead to even worse things. And you did make a change. And, like, this is a cancer survivor, people, and you don't meet those kind of people all the time. And often it's because people are too caught up in their ways or they just allow the external world to get to them and trigger all these decisions within them to go for chemo or go for whatever when they don't realize that we have everything that we need to heal ourselves from within. We have every hormone that we need to cure ourselves. And even if we don't do it consciously, we make conscious, health, healthier decisions. Um, in the background, um, our body will automatically release the proper hormones that we need to release. So just thank you so much for um, saying that. And when he says these things are bullshit, like you said, you don't mean any disrespect by that. You just want essentially to shake people awake to the fact that we are powerful beings that can heal ourselves and can heal others, um, but especially with our own being. Um, and I guess I shouldn't say heal others, but we can inspire others to heal themselves, which is even better. That's like um, the saying, teaching, when you teach the fisherman how to fish, he becomes self-sufficient. And that's exactly what we're doing here by sharing this knowledge with one another and that's one of the beauties of globalization of the technology. We can all share much easier in this day and age than even 50 years ago. So, um, yeah, um, great, great story there, man. Oh, thank you, yeah. Um, we've all got, you know, um, stories of, of the journeys we've gone through in this time for sure. So, you know, um, there's there's a lot of... Uh, incredible challenges people, all people have gone through, and you know there's a lot of winners. And even if you feel like you're losing, you're a winner. You know, just remember that. Um, you know, we're taught to always see our failings, and, and but you know, there's a lot of beauty. There's a lot of great accomplishments that each and every one of us have done and continue to do. And you know, focus on those and be proud of yourself. You know, um, that that's what it's about. You know. Um, it's great. It's it's a great, beautiful planet to be on. You know, there's so many wonderful things to do here. Um, you know, let's enjoy this place. You know, let's not 
look at the lack and, and at all the disharmony that is really pushed into our faces a lot of times. You know, th- there's a lot of great beauty that is just we're just kind of not seeing because we're looking through the wrong lenses at at, at what's on TV or on the computer. And, and not that all bad is there either, but um, but I mean, it is there is a lot. <laughs> you know, everything is based on um, competition or or um, some kind of pain or somebody being captured in, in prison or whatever. So. You know, it's really nice to watch a good love story. Or, um, you know, get back to that. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't want to ramble yeah, too much. I, just, but, uh, I agree with everything you just said. And um, I just want to bring attention to the fact that I believe we have our first caller on hold, so I'm just going to bring them in right now. Uh, we only have six and a half minutes left in this show, but um, I'm just going to see if we can welcome them in right now. Hello, can you hear us? Hello? Hello, hello, welcome to Navigating the Universe. Hello, are you there? Hmm. Okay, maybe some technical difficulties. It says their mic is on. I'm not sure if it's hung up or... Or they call Hello? by mistake. Hello. Hello there. Hmm. Hello. You hear something, right? <laughs> well, I can hear something, but um, yeah, I can't really hear anybody talking. Yeah, it could have been a pocket dial or something. May have been the person that tried to call another time in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm just sure going to go ahead. Here. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and connect them then. Well, that was uh, <laughs> an exciting match. I thought we had the first part, but that's all right. Um, yeah. But, sorry, what were you saying before? Oh, I don't know. I was um, I was excited, too, to have uh, somebody else come on to share some wisdom. So, um, I think, you know, we got, uh, what, just under five minutes left, but um, to, um, you know, have a summary, um, you know, I would say, you know, you know, like what you mentioned before, you know, um, you know, it's so important to be in, in, in the heart and, and, you know, remember who you are and being that, that calmness and that beautiful center and really balance, you know, the equation, you know, the equation of light and dark or negative and, and positivity and, and um, just really see and be aware of everything around and be in that balance and and try not to be judgmental. Um, that really ends up hurting yourself in that state. Um, you know, everybody's here for their, their individual reasons or to have a journey here for their experience. And, you know, it's not up to me to judge them as they proceed with their journey, you know. it's um, But if they ask for my help or if they ask for me to actually do some healing on them, then for sure I'll help. But, you know, we, we also can't impose, but we can always offer. And, and and if there is rejection, just realize that, you know, not to take it in a negative way, but it's, a, it's the, the fact that, again, respect and honor must be applied to all beings around us. 
That is a beautiful point, my friend. And yeah, I know a lot of the show was spent on talking about embracing our own shadows, but we should also embrace the shadows of others. Because um, a lot of the time, I mean, in both instances, when you're trying to embrace your own shadow or other the shadows of others, um, it can be difficult in both instances, but just don't let people get to you and do not be so hard on yourself and you will be okay. Um, when we get rid of the judgment, whether it's judgment of our own self or judgment of others, we really become friends with life and that's really when mirrors can start being attracted to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know... Um... Yeah, you know, it's where we put our awareness and, you know, where our awareness is creates a feeling within. And that feeling is an emotion. And emotion, as I mentioned before, is energy in motion, which means energy is moving. And when energy is moving with a frequency lined up from that emotion, it matches up to a like frequency matched with a situation outside of ourselves to bring it back to support what we're feeling. So, you know, if you're... You know, if there is negative things that, you know, we're taught are negative situations outside of ourselves, and if we relate a pain-based emotion to that of frustration or anxiety or something like that, then, um, hey, we're going to get more of that show up in our lives. So, you know, see it, but don't charge your emotion into it. Use understanding, but just let the negative charges, you know, go through you and out the other side and not feel in, into yourself and um, it, it's amazing how well it works you know the more you can stay in that neutral state and then you know go into your go into your heart and send out your loving essence to that situation you'll find that that beauty behind that situation approaches into your life and 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 a lot of good things happen instead of instead of the dark uh, negative things Very true. Yeah, it's it's all as it's supposed to be. Um, so when you can accept it and go within your heart and just embrace it for what it is, um, you allow your spirit to come through and the darkness to subside. Even though it was the darkness was necessary in order for you to get to that place, but once you're in that place. Um, the world is your oyster and the universe is your oyster and you can really navigate this place a lot more easier and joyful. Yeah, right on, brother. So just, um, you know, a thank you again to the caller trying to get through and and hopefully we can hook up again. Um, And also, I do have a website. Again, as I mentioned in the beginning, it's uh, www.truthwarrior.life and um, um, Zach is going to give me some information. We're both uh, mentors and helping you, you know, have better empowerment to the human being. So take care all and look forward to seeing you again. Thanks, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 